he was so gung-ho to get married, get there, meet her, get married, stay with her, live with it with her. But as soon as the lawyer, the immigration lawyer starts explaining, hey, this is what you need to do and this is what you have to do. It's like it all of a sudden hits him and he's like, well, I, I don't know if I'm ready to get married. I don't I don't I don't know what to do. You know, and he's asking Alina, well, do you when do you think you'll be ready to get married? And she's telling him, you know, like, I'm already ready. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen Why, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and we are recapping The Other Way, Facing Fears, Darcy and Stacy over the drama, and Bears All. We have so much to catch up. And jam pack episode, but how you doing, Coupon Queen Pin? I'm awesome. I am awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm actually currently right now feeding my son. So if you hear that in the background, I do apologize. I'm trying to multitask. Well, so, that, that's how it goes. I mean, let, let, let's be real. That's how it goes. Right. So let me briefly get over Darcy and Stacey because it was the season finale. Um, apparently they're coming back in January and they're going to talk about more of the twins adjusting to house in 11, uh, the daughter going into pageants, pageantry, however you want to call it. She's in a pageant. And last night's episode was pretty boring. They get transformed. Georgie decides to leave once and for all, but he sits down with his ex-wife to say, how could you do this to me? Why did you tell Darcy that we weren't divorced, that you didn't get the papers? And the uh, the the daughters are waiting to see their mom and aunt's transformation. So that was basically all it. There was nothing exciting. Again, this was a season that a lot of us did not like about. So I don't know what else to say. But yeah, that was Darcy and Stacy. Should we move on to Bears All? Yeah, let's move on to Bears All. Bears All was actually pretty interesting this week. I liked Bears All. I liked Bears All. I mean. For goodness sake, we got a lap dance. <laughs> so this week, actually, we bought they brought on one of Sean's favorite, favorite couples, which are Pedro and Chantel. And Pedro, I have to say, his English has picked up quite a bit. His English has picked up quite a bit. So he is just like... You know, and he's looking amazing. But I mean, if you've been following Pedro and Chantel on Instagram, you know that they both are looking amazing. He's been working out and he confesses that he's been doing Muay Thai. So it's like, oh, so that's the secret. But, um, you know, and we actually get a little bit of what's going to be coming on the new season of The Family Chantel, which I know, I know, I know, Angelica, my time is coming um, <laughs> to do the recaps on The Family Chantel. But, um, and, you know, one of the things that Pedro finally confesses to is that when Sean would ask him a question that he didn't want to answer, he would pretend like he couldn't speak English. Isn't that funny how most of the foreigners do that? They claim that they can't speak English. So um, I'm glad he admitted it because a lot of them still are waiting to admit that little secret that they have. But overall, I did enjoy seeing Pedro and Chantel come back. There is, like you mentioned, it's your turn to be recapping the Chantel family. But we'll see how it goes. I'm going to give it a try and I will get a feel of it because I know we did recap the family Chantel, I, I believe was on Tuesdays, actually, um, Wednesday for the podcast, we actually did the family Chantel because it got really interesting. And I guess there was no other spinoff. So we were able to do both. So we'll see how the season goes. I'm excited. But we also got to um, 
have a what a producer come to bears all and share the tea i was finally why could we get more producers on the show on bears all i know i know i know and we actually got to see the reaction what actually went down going back to family chantel between river on the street because remember we weren't sure if it was River and a, another cast member or River and someone on the street. But it actually happened to be River and one of the producers. But yeah, Martin is a hoot. He seems to know everyone from Chantel and Pedro to Danielle and Muhammad, which is like, what? So he... Even gives the lowdown. Now, the crazy part is when he came in on Daniel and Muhammad, they were actually mid-divorce. In fact, it was the court day of their divorce. And Muhammad decided to pull one of those, you know, well, if you're going to film me, I'm going to film you. And so he pulls out his camera and he's just like, you know what, I'm trying to think and I don't know what you're doing this for and I just need a moment to myself. I'm trying to think about court. This has nothing to do with you. You know, he's he's giving us all the trying not to have a mental breakdown moments. So they actually like kind of pulled a Mexican standoff, as Martin says, and agreed to put their cameras down and give Muhammad a moment. Now, the one thing I will say is, Martin, thank you, thank you, thank you, because we've all been thinking it. We were all thinking about Nicole and Azan. Nicole was more in love with Azan. And he even said, I was hoping, he said, from the moment I met these two, I saw the red flags. He said they couldn't have waved any harder. But Dear goodness, she was more in love with that man. And he said, I was just hoping at some point that she would wake up and realize that he did not love her. Now, for those of you that don't remember Nicole and Azan, you know, he's the one with the 55% of love. He didn't really kind of love her. He had like this 55%, which was better than 50-50, but not completely 100 and totally in love with nicole but oh my gosh yeah you know what that was really interesting to hear from a producer standpoint the fact that you know we were all thinking the same thing like you know um <laughs> this man was just there for the ride and she was just like oh my god she was overly obsessed with him and azan is on is on and they you know they announced the, conf the confirmation of their split up and it was i you know what it's the best for both parties at the end of the day yeah, it's best for both parties that they split because we, we've been waiting for this split for like, it's one of those things, not surprised as a lot of people were saying on Clubhouse. And for those of you that don't join us on Clubhouse, we're on Clubhouse at 4 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays before we get on live. And we talk about everything 90 day popcorn style. So if you want to pop in and you're on Clubhouse, let us know. Just check out, you know, everything 90 day and we will be there at 4 p.m that's right so should we move on from bears all i know we saw alina and steven they didn't give us much information um i know that with the weird eating thing that yeah, yeah. and I, also the producer telling us uh one more thing i i it just clicked into my head how uh about uh noon and i forgot his name uh Noon's Kyle, Kyle yes, Noon, about their roach-infested apartment in New Orleans. Ugh. De definitely, definitely, that was crazy. So, uh, yeah, let's move on because that was pretty like grossing out. I mean, we did get to see Pedro do a little bit of Muay Thai, and the fact that for some reason Pedro seems to be in love with the number four. And I do have a new word, Botops. I, I, I right? think I'm going to be using that from now on. You know, it's kind of like, you know, Daisy and Stars, Stacy and Darcy got Botops. That was freaking hilarious. Do we need to add anything to Bear's Law? Let's get into this episode, Facing Fears. 
Oh my gosh. So yes, let's get into the other way. Let's get into the other way. Let's just get Jenny and Sami out of the way. You know, like 900 years of fiance. Um, she's still there trying to, well, the reason she's still there now is because the borders to India are closed. So she can't really go anywhere. But we find out that she has a little kind of jealousy about Shri, um, where she is, you know, she calls Shri the dutiful, good daughter-in-law. Like, okay, woman, did you not, did you forget that you actually haven't married Samit, so they're not going to consider you their daughter-in-law? And they've already said they don't want you. You're a year older than his mother. Why is it that she's not getting this through her head? She's really upset that they won't accept her at, you know, any family functions because they're going to temple to get the blessing over Shri's unborn baby and, you know, thank, be thankful for the life that is coming into their family. And she's just like upset, like, oh, well, you know, Shri is the good daughter-in-law and, you know, they're the first to get married and now she's giving them a baby, you know, see, even Mimi agrees, like, you know, Jenny, give it up. Seriously. So with this episode, I was just like, Jenny, how many times do you have to give you the signs of you leaving this relationship? Like, there's no point. Like why even it, it hurts to watch you know, for a lot of people said the same thing. It's so hard to watch her because the fact that it's kind of like the Nicole and Azin situation that Nicole is right. like over right. the moon. And you've got Jenny who's just like over the moon with this guy giving him so many chances. And you've got Samit over here like, yeah, I will, we will, I will marry you. I will marry you. I will marry you. It's just so annoying. I couldn't continue watching it and seeing him with his parents and saying like you know they miss their son and everything but he's living his life and he's very happy it's again it's just this whole society culture thing which you know what's going to happen if they do accept the marriage like what what benefit are they getting from getting accepted from the society like that's what i'm trying to figure out here like it's just ridiculous like your son needs to be happy but also samit's not trying hard enough to really marry jenny like look at the excuses Jenny needs to go home. And that's all I got to say about them. Because seriously, Jenny, how much longer? Exactly. She should have just gone home with Jenny Squared and Christina. Like when they offered and said, hey, we're leaving. She should have just taken them off up on that offer. A hundred percent. So, okay. I honestly now like seeing the theme through this whole, this whole episode. I'm starting to think it should have been called Meet the Parents. Um, but let's talk about actually Armando and Ken, because remember there was the whole big thing with Armando telling, going to tell his parents that, you know, he and Kenneth are getting married and because they're in Mexico, this is a huge forbidden thing, but he was having such a great time with his family he did not want to tell them that he was planning a wedding with kenneth um so he decides to try another day and speak to his mom he's taking his mom of course shopping you know he's he's speaking the language of mothers you know let me butter you up and buy you something that you really really want <laughs> do you do you need these little rabbits for your garden but um, <laughs> he he speaks to his mom and starts asking his mother because his mother really isn't the block in this point. His, his, his mother isn't the gatekeeper. His dad is. And that's the issue is that his dad is the biggest gatekeeper to this. So he speaks to his mom and his mom's like, you know what? You're really going to have to sit down and have the conversation with his dad. And... I think that it could have gone very, very left, but it really, really didn't. It really didn't. It didn't go as left as I thought it would, but oh my gosh, 
they actually had such a great moment when his father's like, I just want you to be happy. Like, what did you think about that? I was like almost in tears because, you know, we've, we know the culture, especially Mexico is pretty much almost similar to the other Latin cultures. Um, It was like, oh my gosh, a breath of fresh air of, you know, him accepting and being proud of who he is, but still it's new to him. So he's trying to find that adjustment. But I'll be honest, I was just like, oh my gosh, yes, we're getting somewhere. I'm glad he's taken that opportunity to sit down with him and have that conversation because it's not easy, definitely. And the fact that he's planning this wedding, he wants his family to be there and they should be there. And then when Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenneth I know his name is Kenneth, but Kenny was just like in his confessional, like he's there's only so much support he can give him, but his family can give him so much more support. Diana, which right. I'm actually getting your name right, says that was great. That was so great with his dad. I definitely agree. It was perfect. It was hard because you're thinking, what's going to happen? How is he going to react? Because we've heard stories where we're from back home. And again, it's the Latin culture, but a lot of them are not accepting because there's this like, you know, masculine thing and it's how it's not accepted and everything. So, right, see, right. I'm yeah, I mean, and right, Dahlia, I was happy that Armando's dad and his accept with Armando's dad and his acceptance as well. But even reading their license to get married, which really writes into the license that marriage is for procreation. Oh, you weren't the only one that was scared before that conversation. I was like, oh my gosh, he's meeting his dad in the shed. This is going to be a first 48 situation. Even the <laughs> pillow talkers, I agree with you. Yeah. And the pillow talkers were kind of like, oh, my gosh, Dion, I agree. I was on pins and needles, too. So I'm, I'm like, oh, my gosh. So these two, was like, it was like, oh, wow, his dad is so accepting. So that was really, really amazing. And if you haven't been following, even People Magazine covered their wedding. It seemed like a great wedding. I'm still waiting for the fireworks. I want to see if he gets his fireworks. And I think I'm more excited to see if he gets his fireworks only because of Modern Family with Gloria and the fireworks for Christmas. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I am so excited to see if he gets the fireworks he wants for his wedding. But, yeah, because... These two are definitely going Groomzilla. I think they're on the wrong channel. But yeah. <laughs> you know, TLC should have gave them like a special a special episode of, you know, 90 Fiance, the wedding of the century, like Armando and Kenny. Like they should get their own two hours. Like screw the rest of them. Like, come on. Well, I mean, and that would have been like great, like the fairy tale wedding. That that would have been amazing. I mean, and, and it's not unheard of because other networks have done it. I mean, MTV's done it, VH1 has done it. Yeah. For certain stars on certain shows. So why not? Why why not? So who did you want to talk about next? Uh, let's get into um Corey and Evelyn because they really ticked me off especially Evelyn posting what she posted on Instagram. Oh, you mean Cruella? You, you mean Cruella? Yes, Cruella DeVille. So this special person, I'm saying this because we like to keep it PG-13 and, you know, we know that you have little ones in the room, but this special person um, decided to post on Instagram about how Corey's such a liar and he's such a coward. And, you know, he... he he needs to eat more of that special soup that he had last week. And I'm not going to say it because I actually might like throw up in my mouth a little bit. Um, but yeah. And, you know, we're, we're not forgetting that you tried to come after the bloggers and the podcasters last week, Evelyn, where you called everyone liars for seeing what we saw on the first season where people were calling Corey a fool for sleep, for wanting his woman and 
that you were the town mattress. We saw it. You're trying to cover it up. And you even told people, well, maybe you need to go back and watch the same episodes that I saw. No, maybe you need to like stop doing whatever it is you're doing and go back and relive the reality because the fact that everyone was calling this man a fool to his face for wanting to be with you because you were sleeping with the entire town says a lot. But now she's calling Corey a coward. And the very fact that she's claiming, oh, I just married him so he could stay in the country. Why are you so worried about him staying in the country if you didn't want to be with him? If you never wanted to get married? If you, I mean, it's just like really not making any sense. And coming to find out that Corey did not need her to marry him so he could stay in the country because he actually has a business in Ecuador. He has a business in Ecuador, so he does not need her to marry him. She did what she did, I guess, kind of for a storyline, for spinoff, for more money, whatever. But we know that, you know, she's all about that money. You know, I think... And I have to say this, from the time that we met Evelyn, Angelica, I think if she could have stayed or gotten him to marry her and keep her here and just give her money, she would have done that. Like, it, to, to me, it was all about the almighty dollar to her. And that's all it's ever been about. Oh, for sure. Definitely. She's all about the money. She's even said it. She made us women look bad as in like, you know, the man works and the woman stays home. Like, no, are you kidding me? Like we, we, we knew what we saw from the first season. And also she did a live with Alina, I think it was today or yesterday. And uh, yeah. a lot of the IG pages were saying that, Apparently, a lot of people were commenting on Alina, like how great of a person she is. And everybody was saying how horrible Evelyn was. And she didn't like it. She tried to cut off Alina, apparently, uh, with what she was saying because she was getting all the good attention and she was getting all the bad. It's like, dude, I, I can't stand her. I really can't. Like, she, I can go into a rabbit hole right now, but no, I will not do that because I'm not going to waste my breath. But we does she forget what she's done to Corey and how a horrible person she is like i'm still curious to see what season she watched that she claims to be like the saint no girl you're the town mattress we heard exactly. you were the town mattress exactly even the best friend said you know they even screw around too once upon a time okay and can can we talk about that for a minute like why is he confiding in this guy after this guy admitted to sleeping with his because he Girlfriend. has no other friend and Corey's just so dumb at this point. Like if I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't sit up there and say, Oh yeah, well, you know what? You're my, my best friend is here. And it's like, even like what I wrote on Facebook, it's like, I mean, on Twitter, no, that is not your friend. That's Evelyn's friend. And even when he says, you know, Oh, I'm just, if you, if you don't tell her, I'm going to tell her. Like, why? Why? Oh, I agree, Dahlia. Corey is missing some screws. Corey is missing a lot of screws. So let's talk about, again, let's clarify this once and for all. She said they married because of the papers, just for the papers. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to all of you who is listening to this? Now, but just for the papers to me means you are not really in a relationship. You are open to screwing each other and other people. And it's, it's just for the papers. Again, Corey's visa was expiring and it was just for the papers. Yeah. Well, and I guess that's what she wants to believe. But again, I have confirmation from other people that Corey already had a business and was able to stay in the country Corey wanted to marry her. She probably wanted to marry him and then got embarrassed when she found out that, hey, Corey can do what you do too. 
Right. Anything else to add to this couple as they're still planning this wedding? No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. So let's talk about Ellie and Victor. <sighs> these two. These two, these two, these two. Now, Ellie, I don't know why she decided to go to Providencia in the middle of a a hurricane to go find Victor. You know, and and, and I agree, Dahlia, why keep him in the country? Um, but she goes to look for him. And for those that don't know, Providencia is a little island off of right off of Colombia. It's a tiny, tiny, tiny dot on the map. Um, and yes, it is a real country. I had to look it up myself. Um, so she goes there and she's looking for him all over the place. She can't get a hold of him because there's no electricity. There's no Wi-Fi. There is no nothing. So the closest she can get is San Andres. And she is, he comes to her. And the only reason he comes to where she's at is to get to get supplies for his sister. Now, the crazy part is, didn't she pay for those supplies? So how is he going to get supplies if he had no money? She's paid for everything. That woman's paid for everything possible because you don't hear him say, like, because normally you hear something from the foreigner when they want to claim that they paid for something, they will they will say it. But we've heard from the beginning that she's funded most of his life. And, of course, the house that she was going to live in with him. Yeah, she's funded everything. So they actually managed to get the supplies, get in the boat. And this is not the first time we've seen this. Because if you remember Paul and Karini, where when they took a boat from... Um, the middle of the Amazon to the outer part, the city part of Brazil, it took a few hours. So it's going to take four hours for them to get from San Andres to Providencia. And she's just like, okay, so they fall asleep. They actually have to get a boat at on a boat at four o'clock in the morning that's leaving at dawn. And then they only have four hours to be on the shores of Providencia, meaning to get to his sister, to find her, to get her the supplies she needs, and even to see their house. So they meet up with the sister. And of course, she is devastated because the house is just rubble, just one huge pile of rubble. And even Victor says, this is not even my home. Like, I don't recognize it. And he's like blown away and Ellie's like this used to be lush and green and now it looks bombed and burned out and it's like whoa so you know his sister is devastated but then they take a trip to go to the house and it seems like every house around theirs was messed up but their house has been spared for the most part it's still standing but it's just like barely standing because windows have been blown out and all kinds of things. But, you know, now Ellie is supposedly rethinking like, well, what am I going to do? This is where I was supposed to stay. This is where I was supposed to live. Remember guys that this woman also left a thriving pizza business. And when I say pizza business, she is the owner. She's known as the pizza woman. Like, she left a thriving pizza business. It's not making any sense. So I don't know. Yeah, we don't get to know much about him because of the disaster. But I mean, I am glad again, I can't say it enough. I'm glad to find out that he's okay. Um, especially surviving a category five hurricane. Um, and that his family, for the most part, is okay because they managed to survive the hurricane. But, oh, my goodness, it's it's so crazy. It's so crazy. One of the things we do know is that Ellie is back in the States. She has been spotted in her restaurant um, back in the States. 
So we're not sure if Victor is with her here or if he's back in Providencia and they have separated or they're still going through the process. But it has been confirmed that Ellie is in the United States. Something hard to watch, especially uh, uh, a country affected that hard by the hurricane. But also seeing that, you know, he's like, I'm so grateful to be kissing somebody. Like, how genuine is he towards her? Um, I agree with her friend. In the next episode, she talks about, like, you know, he's still cheated and he still got that fling going on. Like, you know, you don't forget about that because you got to clear the air and see what's happening. Very true. Very true. But I think we may be dealing with an Amber situation. You know, I love him and he's so amazing and he's just so special. I, I, I'm just glad we haven't seen the Darcy tears. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anything else to add to this couple? No, not at all. Not at all. So let's get into Steven and Alina. So there wasn't really much about them besides seeing an uh, immigration lawyer and figuring out really what it takes to get married. It's not easy, which I'm thinking, Steven, where did you read this information that if you just go to another country and get married, all of a sudden you'll be in Russia? Like, where did he get his information from? Well, first of all, I don't think he read anything. And this is not the first time we've seen this with a 90 dayer. You know, we because he's like, well, I thought we'd just go to the courthouse and get married and then we'd be able to enter Russia and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, where are you getting this information from? Like, why? Why did you have this information? But the weird thing that bums me out about them is that it just, he was so gung-ho to get married, get there, meet her, get married, stay with her, live with it with her. But as soon as the lawyer, the immigration lawyer starts explaining, hey, this is what you need to do and this is what you have to do, it's like it all of a sudden hits him and he's like, Well, I, I don't know if I'm ready to get married. I don't I don't I don't know what to do. You know, and he's asking Alina, well, do you, when do you think you'll be ready to get married? And she's telling him, you know, like, I'm already ready. And he's like, you know, he's, he almost starts panicking. And he, again, starts giving us that 12-year-old little boy energy. Like, well, let me hug you and maybe you won't think about it. Uh, and she's starting, she's starting to realize that he's having second thoughts. And she's telling him she doesn't feel very well. And he's like, well... Do you, do you want me to buy you a watermelon? I'll, I'll I'll buy you a watermelon. Do you, do you, do you want a watermelon? I, I feel like I'm in, I want a watermelon. And it's like, oh my gosh, what is happening here? We really start to see him unraveling. It's, it's like, okay. But what really got me was the hitchhiking. He's in a different country girlfriend alina run like you need to find liam neeson and find him fast find him extremely fast because this guy is going to have you on taken you know taken number five like we will be looking for alina in turkey um <laughs> he's says oh well i've you know, I hitchhike all over the place. I've done this before. And not only does he want to hitchhike, but he wants to jump directly in front of the car, which going back to Bears All, because they were on Bears All, and even Pedro says, dude, don't do that. In the Dominican Republic, that'll get you run over. You don't just jump in front of a car. I don't know what how he thinks that this is okay but i will say this to you steven uh in new york jumping in front of a car will get you run over and most people will not stop for you well can i are, are you going that this way like who does this it's almost like his parents just didn't tell him anything or i'm not sure if he's just doing this for television 
seriously, like what he is. Uh, what did I wanted to call him starting from last week? Scooby-Doo-Doo-Scooby-Doo-Doo-Scoodily Scoo- 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 Poop. Scoodily Poop. There's no point of calling him Steven. His name is Scoodily Poop. Um, I'm just like, he's an odd one. We're starting to get to know him more and more. He's very witty. I just don't know what Alina sees in him. She's always like, well, he does these weird things. Know. And, you know, she's like, uh, I don't know, but I kind of like it and I don't. Like, she's kind of on the fence of like what did i get myself into uh so right right i don't know how these two are gonna get along like she's very <sighs> how could i who could i compare her to kind of like yara but not too much of yara in a way of she's very independent she's she i feel like she needs someone solid to be by her side i feel like i'm talking in like young people lingual solid um it's just like I'm reading a comment right here. So Dahlia says, "Will he, will he fall for the flirty messages?" You I'm know wondering. What? I'm, wondering I'm wondering that too. myself. I'm wondering that myself. Like, will he fall for the flirty message? Because remember, guys, she asked her friend to send him a flirty message because Scootily Poop asked her, "Could he go on a date with another woman while she was still over in Russia?" So. Will he fall for that? I, I I don't get that. I really don't get it. I probably think he will because, I don't know, I kept saying to myself, what type of Mormon is he? Like, he preaches the religion and he's just so into it. And he's just like, I don't know. He's, he's, I would be questioning him all the time if I was Alina. Like, you but, know, are you in this or not? Right. But remember, he's the same one that's kind of like, you know, I'm afraid that I'm going to have sex by accident. Who says that? But after watching him, like I said, he's giving me 12 year old boy energy. And I was mm-hmm. I was afraid he was going to fall off the sofa and have sex with the rug. Like, what is going on? <laughs> have sex with the rug. Yeah, seriously, what is going on? Like, I don't understand him. I don't know what she really sees in him. It was this a a way of just I can have this American man in my country of Russia and then we can go to America eventually in the future. Like, what is it? What is she getting out of this relationship if she's hardly getting anything at all? I don't know. But remember, on Bears All, they were not in the same room. No, and I feel like they do that on purpose because the fact that they can't display or ruin or spoil the rest of the season. So I kind of get why they do that. But overall, like, I don't know what she sees in him. I'm really so confused about this couple. Um, You know, best of luck to Alina. We still have, what, a couple of uh, more, another half episode. I'm sorry. Wow. If I could talk another, what, six episodes to the end of the season, right. are they still going to be together? Who knows? But Alina, I feel like you just need to throw your watermelon out and run. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. It's like throw the watermelon and run or hit him with a big tuna. The office, big tuna. <laughs> All right, so we got one last couple, which I, again, another one who I'm not, I I just don't get it. Like, if you love your ex-husband, Ariella, just freaking go and leave Binyam. I feel bad. I really feel bad for Binyam. But he's so, her best friend. You don't uh, get it, Angelica. He's her best friend. You know, Ariella's got some serious issues We've all got issues, but damn, for her to like still have feelings for her ex-husband, watch, she's going to do a live video and say it's all the bloggers and podcasters saying that I'm in love with Leandro. Leandro. I'm not in love with him. We're just best friends. But you know, you know who came to her defense? Who? Evelyn? Mom. Mom. Yes, I am. For those that don't know, mom is on Instagram. Like mom, you know, the positive gangster is on Instagram and she does have a cameo um, giving like positive messages to people. So 
mom came to her defense and she's like, you know, I will always love my daughter and blah, blah, blah. And she is all over anybody who comes against her baby. Maybe she needs to get to know her baby before she goes to defend her. Just like Evelyn's parents and all them, because she's obviously twisting that story onto them. But uh, I don't know. Ariella, she goes and gets cleansed at this uh, area the, where, whole, the holy water site? The holy water, yes. The holy water. And, you know, Binyam, despite of him working a lot of jobs, he still takes care of his family. And I just feel bad for this guy. You know what really got to me was the preview for the next episode. Because, again, we didn't really see much of them in this episode besides her going to the holy water fountain and getting cleansed. It was more for me the preview. That the fact that this guy's getting a haircut done and she is there crying, pulling the Darcy tears. And all we hear is, did Leandro call you that he wants you to go back to America? Like, what is it? And I'm thinking, what the hell could have possibly happened here? Right, right. But remember, this is the same woman that she wanted... Because if you remember when she had the baby, she's like, I don't know if I want him to get circumcised. Maybe he's going to want to have that. And he's going to ask later, mom, why'd you do this to me? Um, and she, if you remember, she had that whole fit where she ran out of the hospital and grabs the baby. And, you know, she can't stand to hear him crying. And it's so weird. So weird. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, she's, and but the funny thing is, she's crying over her ex. And I think, honestly, Binyam did better than I did, than I would have done. Because you're sitting there in front of your new husband, crying over the way things didn't work out with your ex-husband. And calling your ex-husband your best friend and ordering things from your ex-husband that he's bringing you to see you and that you're homesick and he's buying you bras and all of the, and then you get mad because your husband invites his ex-girlfriend to dinner so that your ex-husband isn't a third wheel. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a messed up situation. And for the person who hurts the most is Binyam here. And he's afraid that she may go back to America and never come back, especially when he has a son. But we do see them on Instagram. There's been photos floating around. You've even mentioned it, that they're in the United States. So, obviously. Yeah. You know, they're still together, but the fact of this whole situation of her still having feelings for her ex-husband, I'm kind of like, are you kidding me right now? Like, girl, That is troublesome. That is troublesome. Yeah. Like, girl, you need to figure your crap out. Like, seriously. <laughs> what else oh, can definitely, I say? Definitely. She definitely needs to figure it out because, oh my gosh, these two. These two. So... We will see because we know that there's trouble in paradise for these two. Um, at some point, they're kind of like on the outs. So, but they are here. You know, Binium is dancing in the frozen food aisle over Good Earth products. So, yeah. <laughs> for real honestly um is there any anybody else that we're missing here I'm, I'm trying to like go through my notes as i'm carrying my baby boy in my arms as i'm recording this i no i actually diana i can't imagine her putting up with binyam acting like that because like i said remember how she behaved when he invited sion to dinner with them and all of a sudden, she's like, well, why, why, why does Sion have to come? Why does Sion have to come? You're going to meet his ex-wife, his ex-girlfriend. You're going to meet it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But this man has to have your ex-husband in his house because 
he's trying to be nice to you. So I already know she would not put up with that. So yeah, there's really nothing else to say. Um, I we've actually gone through all the couples. Wow, we did. We absolutely did. So, well, what's gonna happen is we still need to figure out if we're gonna do uh, two days of 90 Day Fiance. We're because again, the reason why we're doing it on Tuesdays is because we can literally go through Darcy and Stacy, Bears all, and also the other way. Uh, because of my new circumstance and having this little boy who is sleeping peacefully right now, thank goodness he can he can really sleep through all types of noise. So <laughs> it makes it easier. But I feel like we're going to stick around with just Tuesday lives. I know it's been a bit of like an off schedule because we're not sure if we do it on Mondays or Tuesdays. Because again, if if there was a lot more content in the other way and a lot more to talk about, we would have split in the both days of 90 day fiance. But as it stands right now, it seems like Tuesdays is going to be our live days. Uh, when family Chantel comes in now, if there is a lot to talk about because Darcy and Steve's the finale was this week, we may pull a, um, the family should tell in one of the days will probably be Tuesday anyway, because the episode comes out on Monday. Uh, so I just wanted to give you guys a heads up because I know it's been hard. Like I it's, I've been off schedule completely, but I do want to thank all of you for your cooperation and your messages. It's been quite an adjustment. I will be doing like a, a podcast series within a little bit of everything within me and talk about my journey to motherhood and dealing with PCOS and stuff. But I do have to thank the coupon queen pin, my co-host. You are amazing. Uh, you pulled in a lot of strings for me and you're really helping thank me you. out thank for, the, I don't know how much help I've got from you, but I'm sure it's an internal <laughs> okay. thing, but I can't take advantage. I, you are the greatest. I love you girl. And Hopefully Thank we you. can meet like we I should know. do okay. our own. For, for, those, <laughs> for those that don't know, we have actually never physically met. We've never, we, we, we know that each other is not, you know, catfishing each other. So we've done video calls. We've okay? done video like, calls. We so we know what each that. other looks like. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> but, we've even met family members. So we don't yeah. work <laughs> So it's, it's, it's just, unfortunately the, uh, NYC trip got canceled or postponed due to COVID, but we will be doing something soon. And, you know, as soon as everything lifts and we can kind of get our, everything back together. So, yes. Yes. Hopefully. Well, I'm going to wrap this up before this little guy wants to wake up again, but Again, thank you guys so much for your support and understanding. Uh, we'll try to keep you posted as much as possible. But don't forget to check out CQP Moments podcast. If you have a specific podcast platform that you're listening to, just type in CQP Moments. Her podcast will pop up. If not, it's anchor.fm slash CQP Moments. Join us on Clubhouse. If you're not on Clubhouse, you can actually get to talk to us and we can have a great uh, popcorn conversation like Coupon Queen mentioned and talk about everything 90 day. If you need an invitation to Clubhouse, please message us. We will send you an invitation to Clubhouse. So Definitely. Those, and and for those that don't know, it, Clubhouse is, is also on Android now. So yes, we can definitely send you. We both have enough that we can send you a clubhouse uh diana okay quick question diana do you have um in um android or or apple iphone for those listening onto the podcast we're just answering um the facebook viewers uh comments and questions because it's an app okay okay i can go to your apple app store and download clubhouse and then um Either I or Angelica can send you the invite, and we will send you an invite to to open um, your own clubhouse clubhouse uh, account. Yes, and that requires a phone number. So if you're so, yeah, if you yeah, if you IM us, you have to leave us a phone number for your for your uh, for your Apple. Yeah. So you or can send even us if you're for those that are listening, if you're on Android, when you IMS, you still have to leave us a phone number so that we can find you. Yeah, exactly. And the the 90 Day Fiance Club that we are a part of is called 90 Day Fiance Fans. And uh, once you get settled into the app, let us know so this way we can help you find the clubhouse. Uh, the club. I keep getting confused here. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting this <laughs> tongue twisted. 
it's called clubhouse because there are different clubs within the clubhouse. It's like going exactly. into the house and, and everybody has their own little click. So the one we do is part of 90 day fiance fans and we do it at 4 p.m eastern every tuesday yes and there's other people there who do it on different days on different topics and subjects uh some of them do throwback um throwback thursday so going back to like the very early couples and talking about them so there's a lot happening too um but you know we're so happy that miguel from 90 day fiance i want my podcast has given us a platform and of course, we are great friends with them, and we are so appreciative to have that opportunity to meet and talk. Just talk 90 Day Fiance. There's no strings attached. We're very respectful of everybody. So if you want to get on there, uh, there will be uh, the link in the show notes for you guys uh, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Yep. So can we wrap this thing up? Let's wrap it up. Oh, and don't forget this Friday, new episode of Shower Karaoke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, guys, I just want to say thank you again for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And you're listening to a little bit of everything with Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.